0: from Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Back in, the, back in the chair after, back in the studio, the home studio after a wonderful Sukkot and ending in, as we all know, something a little bit different. Um, my tone is not as chipper as it normally is, but I hope you'll uh, join us for our next two shows that we're going to do. We're going to record them both today. I'm calling them part one. And part two, uh, it's going to be a show about uh, Israel. I had a whole different lineup and, and you know, all the guests were, I swapped, swapped guests around and for the next month or so, um, so we could just focus a little bit now on Israel as the mood across the world and outside of Israel is, we're all looking to Israel, everyone walking around especially I live in the five towns and people walking around New York and I speak to people around the world. Everyone's heads are down. Everyone's shoulders are slumped. It's actually very hard for me to talk now. It's it's very sad as, as the whole world is, uh, that little sad laugh that I have. Um, but my kids are in Israel, they're safe, but so many of us are, are have our children and our grandchildren in Israel and we feel a little bit separated from them. And all of Israel right now, we are thinking about you and we're going to dedicate, this show is going to be all about our connections with Israel and talking to our, our people on the ground there. I'm not going to, I'm going to think I'm going to skip my intro. I think you all know it. I I just feel like it's always very hyper and chipper. You know what I do, and uh, you know to tune in and listen on Friday mornings. For the last 12 years, we have been doing that, and I want to thank everyone for tuning in. So let's talk straight away, right away to our first guest. I have Joseph Gittler on the phone from Israel. I'm not sure where he is in Israel, but we're going to be talking to him. He started and runs the amazing organization called leket. Hello. welcome joseph gitler. how are you?
1: I'm well. Thank you so much for having me. Uh,
0: uh, leket is known as Israel's food bank and we let's talk a little bit about let's talk a little bit about you and then how you started the the food bank. You are Israeli born or you made aliyah? Uh,
1: no, I'm I'm uh, originally from New York. Uh and then originally from Washington Heights, New York, and then from Teaneck, New Jersey, and uh, married, for, uh, lived in Riverdale, New York, educated in Jewish day schools in New York, and made Aliyah with my wife, Leela and daughter, May Tal, and then four more children were born in Israel. I've been here for 23 years and started Lekhet 20 years ago.
0: 20 years ago. Okay. Did you have a background in non-for-profits or like how did, how did this come to start?
1: I'm not sure if anyone has a, I don't think anyone has a background in not-for-profits until you either volunteer with one or you start one. So in my case,
0: There is actually a master's degree you can do at Hebrew U at working for
1: not-for-profits. That's true. That's true. There are, there are, yeah, there are masters in not-for-profit, I guess. I just never, I never thought, I I just feel like, uh, it's just kind of like, like many things in life, uh, the best way to get good at something is just to do it. Okay. Um,
0: So how did you do it?
1: Well, I just got, I got started, um, I was very concerned during a different crisis. I know we're about to talk about what's happening right now, but, uh, the, you know, the second intifada started very, uh, very quickly after I met Aliyah and that impacted many people's incomes. A lot of people were suffering and that together with, um, just Eretz Zavad the land of milk and honey, Israel is so bountiful. And the waste was the waste oh. of a rich country, like the waste of the United States or Canada or Australia, where you're from. And I just couldn't bear the fact that we waste so much when there's so, so many much. people so suffering. Nice. Yeah, the waste is staggering. And, the, and that hasn't changed in the 20 years of Leket. The waste continues unabated. The difference is there's an organization like Leket, which is doing what it can to help deal with that waste.
0: Okay. So can you give us some examples?
1: Yeah. So, well, that gets the, you know, I started off by picking up excess food from court, from catered events, weddings, bar and
0: bat mitzvahs. So you just like, show and then up. Quickly, so you just show up. Say, I call, hey. I call.
1: Well, they knew I called first to see, you know, what they would, um, what their feeling was about this type of, um, Activity would be and the responses were were st- were tremendous. Like, how can we help? How can okay. we help? Wow. Not not what kind of tax deduction can we get and what kind of uh, risk of legal liability would there be? It was just where were you yesterday? How can we can help? And that's really what propelled Leckett to the organization that it is today, which is just people understanding that they have a quickly deteriorating asset, and instead of letting it rot, let's feed human beings with it. And so. Um, that's really what we did. It started with catered events, and it went from there to army bases and corporate cafeterias and hotels, and from there to the projects that we're most known for, which is the work we do with farmers, yes. whether it be with volunteers picking in the fields tens of thousands every year, or um, or stuff that's picked already and for all types of economic reasons or damage don't get sold or marketed. And in fact, what we've been talking about mostly until literally Shabbat morning is that Leket was in the midst of doing its biggest project ever, which was distributing 3000 tons of slightly damaged apples from a hailstorm in the Golan Heights. Wow. And you know, something like 15 to 18 million apples that were perfectly fine, but they were slightly damaged and it was hard to market them because people don't buy them in the supermarkets. Right. We, and so we have
0: something in America called misfits fruits. Sure, yeah,
1: same idea, same idea Exactly, misfit fruits, ugly fruits Ugly fruits and vegetables Well, we were distributing them over the last few weeks To our 286 partner agencies Wow And uh, you talk, you know, a quarter million people a week And some of the apples that were in worse condition Making juice out of them, making applesauce out of them And that's what we've been talking about the last week or two Whether it be with donors Or whether it be with, um whether it be with, um, sorry, with donors or others. This was what we've talked about, and that was exciting, and we needed to raise over a million dollars for that to make it happen because we had to add a lot of logistics and pickers, and it was fantastic and a beautiful project, and that's what's been on our mind the last few weeks besides our day-to-day work. And then, of course, everything changed 6.30 a.m. Shabbat morning. Okay.
0: What are you doing now? You uh, so you uh, well, what, what, How is Leket yeah. And then how can we help Leket
1: Yeah sure so first of all I'll mention That I have Um. um uh, first of all I'll mention First off and most important that You know I have my son and my son-in-law And a lone soldier Who lives by us from Toronto And my daughter's uh, Boyfriend all on the front lines now In tanks mm. uh, in, uh, and so, obviously, they're most of my, all the chayalim are on my mind. Yes. My nephews, my nieces, our friends. Uh, we've unfortunately already been to two funerals oh. of uh, one of our dearest friends, my wife's partner uh, in, in your tour guide business, son, who were killed, and our other dear friend whose son-in-law was killed, and just endless horror stories. We have a lot of friends going to a funeral tonight in Jerusalem. Um, and so it's just you know, tragic circumstances. We're, we're all in shock. Jews are, Jew, whatever. The world is in shock about yeah. what happened on Shabbat. Yeah,
0: I think and, there's a lot uh, of shock. Know, People are still in shock. Yeah, I, I, and
1: we're, we're praying and we're, um, you know, we're praying for them, we're davening for them and we're hoping for their safe return. But we also understand that there's a job to do and we need to somehow after this come out with somehow a a different situation for the people who live around here. That means us and the people on the other side, uh, we can't, uh, you know, we can't go on like this. And uh, there's been staggering bloodletting uh, and, and things that, you know, I didn't think could happen to the Jewish people again, happened over the last few days and are continuing. It's not like like it's over. And so, and God knows what's going to be once our boys and, and, and brave girls, um, you know, go to the next stage, which from what I've been seeing, spending, I spent the last three days going to the south, meeting with soldiers, bringing them stuff, whether they're soldiers from my my community in Ranana. What are
0: they asking or for? Just, what are they asking for? I need a
1: hamburger. Yeah, right? yeah, there's all types of things people are asking for. Um, you know, I, I think that, and then we'll talk about what Leked's doing specifically, but yeah. I think that, um, look, this is. This is more serious than what's happened in the past. But we've been through this before, just not at this level. We've been through Intifada. We've been through, you know, t- 2014, 20. We've been through s- significant rockets and awful stuff going on and 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 the South being shut down and the North being shut down and Hayalim And, and it, this is not new for us. This is just maybe heavier and the pain is heavier. And what was done to us is, is far worse, but... We know always in the first few days that there's just an overwhelming sense of need. Soldiers who ran down without stopping at home, and then they need stuff, and then thank. And that's whether that be food because the army got a hundred thousand more reservists than they expected, and so there's just not enough food. But you know, we say in Hebrew, Mika Amcha Yisrael," who's yeah. like your nation, Israel. You know, the outpouring of support has been staggering, and now I think. You know, there's many other issues uh, that are going to need help with, and hopefully the Army is now getting its act together with with what soldiers need. It doesn't mean that every soldier has what they need, and if people get calls from specific units who need help, respond to them, no doubt. Um, Sorry, Ooh. yeah, that's okay. I I was, I was,
0: me. Me and my okay. engineer were like ZK, and I were looking at each other. It's not. Our yeah, phones, let,
1: yeah. Sorry, I'm just going to write to this gentleman just yeah, to no, say that I'm okay. on an interview. Yeah,
0: you're right. Okay. You're, you're on a you're on an interview, but you're in a crisis country in crisis. You need to be able to an answer your phone. Yeah. Send a message.
1: Um, um, Call you back
0: uh, after the Nathan Siegel Network interview.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I wrote. Yeah, I wrote no, on an okay. interview. Um, so, so. um so people should respond, and there are tremendous needs, and and our soldiers. Listen, I've been giving, I've, you know, I'll give an example. Like we within Lecha, our purview is is food, but but we were approached by many people who wanted to, who said one thing. This is psychological. This is not military. Yeah. Okay. A lot of soldiers ended up running. They don't have, you know, portable chargers for their phones. Yeah. Okay a lot of A lot of soldiers look at some point my son 's phone will be taken away from him. I hope not, but it will okay, and so psychologically to have be able to charge your phone and just let your parents know you 're okay there's something that 's very powerful that keeps people feeling good about themselves it 's not because they want to watch Netflix. Yeah, we
0: have a friend' who okay, was raising so, money for, for battery backup
1: exactly exactly so we we with support, you know we purchased twenty thousand um of these, And that's not our normal purview and let get, but we understand that there's sometimes that you need to do things. We wouldn't use money that was given for us to buy food or money that was given to us for our normal operations to do that. But people are turning to us. And, and in times of emergency, you know, we will do what we need to do um, uh, to make that a reality. So, So, you know, those are the kind of things. And of course, there's all types of military equipment. I'm less equipped to talk about that. People are requesting that. I'm less equipped to talk about that. I just hope and pray that our uh, army can provide the soldiers what they need, especially when it talks about, um, especially when it talks about, um, um, you know, military needs. I'm not talking about guns and things like that. Obviously, the you know, the, the U.S. military, a massive plane landed today.
0: Oh, great! My husband, I Equipment was just for Israel. this Morning when stuff is arriving from America.
1: Massive, to massive. Yeah, you can see that. Maybe I didn't get to read it. I haven't had time to look what's going on. But uh, I think you know, in the Times of Israel or other sites, okay, it was noted look at that, there's so much but, being
0: shared. There's so much bad uh, stuff being shared, and we're saying, don't yeah. watch it. Don't yeah, watch
1: listen, it. listen. We we have to give watch the credit where credit is due. The U- every every statement coming out, and obviously, everything's important, but nothing's more important than what than the words that come out of the U.S. government, the president of the United States. It's been. You couldn't ask for more. uh, We've got your back. You know, in support of the uh, uh, of the state of Israel. Now, unfortunately, you know, you know, I'm not going to use four letter words on this show because that won't go over well. But (laughs) you know, you know, this happens because we've been hammered in ways that no one thought was imaginable. Right. And you know, people of good conscience, you know, almost anyone of good conscience cannot. Look at this, you know, you know the fact that there are some rallies around the world, you know, um, handing out sweets and and burning Israeli flags. That is the the minority of the minority of the minority. Yeah. Okay, and that's you know Sadly, I, I think they're
0: getting attention, but but
1: hopefully yeah they get attention, but you know what they should get it. They can it's fine. Let them get attention, but it's not something we should pay attention to. Yeah,
0: we and we're focusing uh, on uh, the and, good.
1: We're focusing on what we can do to help. So, so how Leket can we- specifically, yeah. So, let me just tell you very briefly what yeah. Leket is doing now. Leket, we have our playbook for emergencies, but this time we're going much bigger, and the playbook is um, the playbook is that that people from the south, especially, I'm talking about, Sterot, Ashkelon. Eh, and Ofakim, those are the three places that okay. got, cities that got hit hardest. All the kibbutzim along the border where people were literally slaughtered, those have been cleared out. The people aren't there. Okay. get is supporting the people we always support, the poor. Okay. From those, we're supporting poor people from the South who've left the South and are elsewhere. They still need help. Just because they're not at home doesn't mean they need help. So we're working very closely with our NGO partners to find out where people are. We're bu- we. The key thing for Leket is most of the food that we normally rescue has dried up. Everything's shut down. Army bases are at full alert. They don't have time for Leket trucks to be coming in and picking up food. Hotels. There's not much business now. Corporate cafeterias. Everyone's working from home. There's no events. We had four weddings we were supposed to go to that were postponed this week. My son's bar mitzvah is going to happen next Shabbos, but the big weekend in the hotel and the party that's not happening canceled because this is not the time to do things like that. So a lot of the places where Leket normally gets food, cooked food from done. So we are buying meals. Okay. We plan to buy a few hundred thousand meals over the next week or two weeks or, or sooner depending on finances and that food we are trying to purchase, even though it costs a little bit more from Businesses in the South that are suffering. Restaurants, caterers, bars. Okay? That's one thing. Okay? And then we're providing those meals through our normal partners, agents, channels, and where needed elsewhere. You know? That's one. And then in addition to that, we are buying fruits and vegetables because fruits and vegetables, people aren't – it's hard to get workers to pick. So we're not getting our hands on as much excess as we normally do. So – and we're – again, we're trying to buy that from – Small supermarkets in the South, makolets, greengrocers, again, to give them business. We're not doing the hard negotiating like we normally do. Okay. Because we want to try to cash flow and business and economics and, um, and feeding the poor at the same time. So people can help. They can come to our website. Yeah. How can we help? They Please can... tell us. So That's... look, I, I think certainly, look, we need chizuk. We need people doing positive, saying positive. And, and we need funds to keep, to keep this ball rolling, buying things, keeping the economy going, and feeding the poor at the same time. So go to our website, www.leket.org, and, you know, go donate there. Donate today. Donate and,
0: now. It's Friday donate, morning. Yeah, they're, donate they're now. Gonna, they're going to hear yeah. this of Shabbat. of Shabbat okay. is a yeah, – <laughs> it's always good to give, but of Shabbos, people always give money. Sure. of Shabbos before sure. they light candles. Donate, uh, go on the website 100%. now.
1: Go on the website and donate, and if people have questions, they can send an email to info at org. comments, questions. People want to know what else they can do. They need information that they can forward on to their rich uncle or to others that they know. Everyone has a rich uncle. So um, we're, we're around. This is what we're dedicated to 24-7. Um, we have an amazing team working nonstop to, to make this a reality.
0: Thank you so, so much for what you're doing there. And yeah, just pray, pray for
1: us, daven for us. Yeah, daven for davening. everyone here. And, uh, we're
0: davening. We're going to donate. We're going to yeah. help you. Hashem should end this very quickly. And Amen. all the chayalim and chayalot and the volunteers and the people, everyone, the people of Israel should Thank you. in Israel should stay safe Thank and you. well. And uh, no more bloodshed, Amen. Amen. and only peace. Amen.
1: And check in with me. Check in with me, and I'll update you. And, yeah, and please. thank you for the opportunity to be on today.
0: Yes, please. We're gonna, we're gonna, we'll be back on the air in a couple of weeks again, and we have a few shows coming up, and we're gonna keep checking in, in on you guys. Okay.
1: Thank you so much. All right.
0: Thanks for thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you, Naomi.
0: All right. Take care. Be well.
1: Thank you. Sh- bye bye.
0: When I say shalom to him now, I'm thinking goodbye. And peace, literally, it's one word encapsulated. It's always like CK and I are like breathing. Whew! Tense, times. tense, tense times. Okay, so uh, my next guest on the phone um, is going to be. You know, my my phone doesn't stop beeping. People asking me about my kids because I have my kids and my grandkids in Israel, um, and. Um, just, it's, it's really insane. It's really insane. Uh, I, I haven't spoken to them this morning. They were busy and I'm like, and, and then you were coming. So, uh, okay. So I'm like, I gotta, I gotta like call the kids afterwards. Okay. So our next guest is going to be Yehuda uh, Jacobs. He's been on the show before. I'm just, we have to do this um, a little bit live calling them up because it, all the guests today are f- directly in Israel. So I, we, we're doing it as one continuous show. So we have to like chit chat in between getting each guest on the phone. Yehuda Jacobs, the Israeli foodie. We met him when we did the 300th show from Israel, from Machane Yehuda. We can hear from Yehuda what's going on there as well. So let's bring him on. Okay, let's see. Hopefully he'll answer. I'm always nervous with getting the Israelis on the phone. Um, he's served in the army, his family's in the army, brother, I think brother. Hello. Hi, you Yehudi, you're on the air. Hi everybody. Oh, hey, how are you? I wasn't sure if we'd get through What? where you are, where are you?
2: I am shopping for a family of 20 that needs food for Shabbos.
0: Well, wow, where are they located?
2: Ron, Nana, they're, I, I can't tell you what they do, but they're amazing people and... They're doing a lot of tzedakah, so I'm helping them. I'm cooking them for Shabbos so they can do their job during the
0: war right now. Ah, oh, incredible. So so tell us, you are are you going to Yerushalayim a lot?
2: Uh, not so much. I was supposed to be there. I was supposed to have two weddings this week that I was going to cook for and shook tours. and So I'm is not really shuk- going to Yerushalayim it, as much. Is the, the shuk, shuk even open? It's completely closed. It's... The vendors are sitting there, and people are not coming. Or the vendors are just staying at home. It's it's very very quiet. The city is very very quiet. People aren't leaving their houses.
0: Right, because it's it's super scary. It's super
2: scary. Well, I mean, it's it's scary because we just don't know. Because everyone's just in the you know we're in state of waiting. It's basically what it is right now. It's just everyone's waiting.
0: Yeah. Talk to me about uh, what you have been doing for uh, the Chayalim.
2: So what I'm doing for the Chayalim right now is I have family. I have two brothers that are right now on reserve duty, one in Ely, one in the Golan Heights in a non-disclosed location. And I have a brother-in-law who's actually in Gaza in a non-disclosed location. He's in a special unit. Uh, I have friends my unit was called up. They haven't called up actually the the the, the logistics people Like they just called whoever they needed right now. So my unit is located in also up north um, not far from uh, Actually from the Kinarot. It looks right over the Kinarot. It's a beautiful base Um, So what I'm doing is I'm raising money to go around and barbecue for the highland fresh food in the upcoming weeks Right. Not this week. Not this moment. Right now, Baruch Hashem, there has been an overwhelming response—an overwhelming response of Amish of sending money, you should, you should donations see what's going
0: on here in the five towns. It's unbelievable. I
2: know. I know. Baruch Hashem. It's. 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 And 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 I just want everyone to understand. Whoever's listening, please do not criticize anyone for not doing their jobs. They 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 called up three hundred and sixty thousand people. Imagine that's half of the nation that that stood in Har Sinai. Okay, that was called up to do reserve duty. People who weren't called up for reserve duty came to do reserve duty. People who haven't done reserve duty in 15, 20 years, haven't even touched a gun in 15 and 20 years, are called, uh, have gone to reserve duty. There's a 95-year-old volunteer who participated in the Yom Kippur War as an 18-year-old and is now back at it, on his uniform, ready to go into Gaza and go do what needs to get done. It's unbelievable. So, It's unbelievable. So it's unbelievable. So I'm thinking about the future. I'm not thinking about the right now because the right now is amazing. I'm thinking about in a week, and in the two weeks, when the soldiers haven't gone home, they haven't done their laundry, they're tired, and all they want is a hot-cooked meal by someone who knows what they're doing and not, you know, like in someone that does this for a living. And I have a group of chefs. There has been an unbelievable response in my community. There have been restaurants that were not kosher that turned kosher to go give food to the Chai Can Chaya we Lamb talk about there. that? How absolutely!
0: Everyone is sharing that photo of the guy cashering his kitchen in Tel Aviv. Do you know him? Like, what's so the story it's not the behind one. that? I,
2: I, okay, so these are very high-end restaurants, like very, very high-end non-kosher restaurants, and the owners to actually wanted to to actually be able to donate food to the Chayalim. They were told very specifically, you have to have a toodan. Now, a lot. Okay, and this is another message for Ami If you are cooking food at home, do not approach the bases to go give the chayalim food. They would not let the food on the base. If you're giving to someone at a, ch- at a checkpoint, if you're giving someone on the, sh- on the side of the road that's sitting there and doing his job and keeping Amishr all safe, that's fine. Do not drive up to bases with home-cooked food. They will not accept it. It will get thrown out. There have been, been reports, friends of mine, on location. There is a lot of food being thrown out. So it's, like I said, this the This is really interesting. Is no one's talking
0: about that. But this is like literally well, uh, something that you were hearing here first because no one's talk- no one realizes that.
2: Because I'm in the business. I'm on the ground. I have friends on the ground. There's not a lot of – I don't know how many Israeli Israelis, Israelis you've talked to that are my age that in the industry no. that do this.
0: Right. You're a chef that, and you're a chayal.
2: And I'm helping someone here look for cinnamon in the supermarket right now.
0: Oh, that's so cute. Uh, how do you say
2: cinnamon um, in Hebrew? Kinamon. Kinamon. Oh, Kinamon.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, but in any case, my point is is that is that there's a lot of things. There's a lot of misinformation about the food. I'm not talking about the news. That obviously stick to real sources. Stick to people who know the news. Don't believe everything you see on social media. Right, and most that's of it what is a lot of us on
0: social media are saying. We are not your news source. We are not no, Fox News.
2: No. TikToks. Instagram, influencers, we are not, not a source news. of news. We know, we know what the people on the news know. So Amishol, if you're listening, just stick to your, the, the, the real resources. Stick to people that know this is what they do for a living. And they're not guessing and they're not assuming and they're not. There's so much information and there's so much misinformation. And I only want to talk about the good that Amishol is doing. And I want to talk about what we're doing as a people to give back. Because I don't know when I'm getting called up. I might get called up tomorrow. My wife is freaking out, yeah. and you know my wife. Yeah, you know she's she's Another like because they just haven't called they haven't just called up the, the reserve logistics people yet because nothing is moving.
0: How how are little kids coping? You've got little kids.
2: They're bored out of their minds. How They're can terrified. We help
0: the kids. How can we help the kids? What can so we the send school system.
2: So so honestly, it's just arson crafts. Um, listen, I, a friend of mine. He is one of the head psychologists in one of the cities in Israel, and also the entire psychology system in Israel has gone, uh, gotten very, very involved to help parents deal with the situation. This is what parents and people. This is what this is the advice they're giving. First of all, get out of the house. Get the kids off the screens. Walk outside. Go to the park as close as you can to your house. That's the close is enough nice that you know that you're Israel safe. Now
0: it's still here, the is, well.
2: It's like fall. It got it's fall right now. Um, Israeli
0: fall, not New York fall. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, not New York fall. It's definitely Israeli fall. In any case, they said go outside, take a walk, do calisthenics, keep the kids off their phones. They don't need to be on their phones all day. Keep them away from their screens so they don't get a, the misinformation that sadly those terrorists are 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 planting in people's you know brains, brains and yeah. just 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 stay away from that. Stick to stick to things that are positive. You know, my daughter, she's twelve years old. My hodaya, she's been in her room with her friends all day doing arts and crafts to send out to the chayalim. Get the kids okay, to cook. so
0: ba- baking is good for kids. So,
2: so that's one of the things that I'm going to be doing. There's a lot of mothers, and I haven't spoken to my wife about this yet, but my mom gave me this <laughs> idea <laughs> that I should that I should be giving, I should be doing pasta, you know, with pasta making courses, as you know, for the kids, and go send the food out to the local, you know, fathers that are doing Shemira around the yeshuv. Again, hot meals. That are homemade. This is what people are wanting to want for in the next couple of weeks. Stop buying cakes. It's amazing that they're buying cakes and cookies and chocolates. The These these are fathers that are on diets <laughs> that are trying to watch their weight, and Amishol is spoiling them, spoiling them, and they that's deserve a wonderful to be
0: spoiled. <laughs> 100%, a hundred percent. But a home-cooked meal, cooked yeah, meal yeah,
2: goes a lot farther than you know Bamba. a bought cake or or chocolates. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so you. So, are going so to back be to the. I just wanna. I just wanna circle back to, to 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 what the restaurant industry has been doing. Yeah. So a lot of everyone's donating because sadly the restaurants are closed and restaurant owners know that so what are they doing with all the leftover food from the hagim? all the leftover food that they can't they're just giving it to the soldiers hopefully this will continue but again not everyone's you know it has unlimited resources that they could just keep on doing this but right now that's what we're all doing we're all trying to give back whatever we can uh my me myself like i said uh, I, I engaged my israeli foodie family for those who don't know me I have a group called Israeli Foodies. I just advertised it that I'm raising money to go in the next couple of weeks to go on location. I'm in touch with a lot of soldiers. I'm in touch with a lot of logistics people to go on the base and barbecue them, bring a staff of chefs, of Sharmashaba chefs and that, 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 that I'm in touch with. It. Everybody wants to go and help. That so We're going to go. We're going to load on my car, drive around the country, whether it's in the Golan Heights, whether it's in the Shomron, whether it's in Gushitzion. Doesn't matter. There's police officers and you that can are starving. get starved. into the base Chi
0: because you're a certified kosher chef.
2: And no, I just have baruch hashem. I have
0: connections with a lot of these
2: units. That's the key. You got to know someone in the unit to get you onto the base. Otherwise, you're never going
0: to get onto the base.
2: Right. You see, that's the thing. You, you got to have. Then I want
0: civilians on the base.
2: Correct. For example, Shishado grilling and uh, grilling uh, grilling for the IDF that's an amutan organization that does this that they do this all year long right now they're also overflooded. a lot of people told me to connect to them i said that's amazing they have volunteers right now they're dealing just with donations of getting food out to the units like they're not they're not grilling yet and they're not going to be grilling because people are constantly sending them food you know what i mean so shout out to that organization a but lot of people called? told me to What's connect to them. What's it called? grilling for idf I think, .com. I'm not sure if that's the one. I'm sure but if a lot of Google of will come up. Into okay. that. Correct. And a lot of people tagged me in it. But this is something that I want to do myself for the Chayalim. And the chefs that work with me, because usually we're, you know, we're cooking for the whole world. We're cooking for everybody. If it's in Israel or it's around the world, North America, there are so many chefs from North America have contacted me once I posted what I'm doing. And they're like, we want to help. How can we help? I'm coming to Israel in a few weeks. I want to join you. How can we do this? Sending money, sending uh, logistics. And like I said, it's been an overwhelming, overwhelming response. Um, so if anybody does want to donate to what I'm doing, there's a Zelle account. One of my sous-chefs, his name is Sahih Marcus. He set up his Zelle account to accept donation. It's, uh, the Israeli foodie2 at gmail.com. The, um, the, the Israeli, Israeli foodie, foodie that's me. Foodie, 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 I I
0: foodie,
2: The number two, the number two at gmail.com. That's a Zelle account. It's under the name Sahih Marcus. He's my sous-chef. He's here in Israel. He's helping Thank me out you. to raise the donations. And whoever's in Israel, they could. I created a group uh, on Paybox. There's a uh, an app that's like Venmo in Israel, and you could donate money over there. So we could go out. But this is not happening this week. This is going to happen next week when the Chayalim are already overwhelmed, Bamba and Bisley,
0: and they just want hot food. Okay, amazing, Yehuda. Thank you so much for joining me. We really appreciate your time <laughs> out. I awesome. know that you're busy cooking for families to help them, so they can do. T- Help them so they can help others. It's Amika Amcha Israel, really, really special. Exactly. Um, please, you and your family should be safe. Chloisol Cla- should be safe, and I look forward to catching up with you when we get to Israel.
2: Bezrat Hashem, you'll be here as soon as as soon as this is over. I know you're on that first flight coming. I know I, I, that. I
0: have tickets for Thanksgiving weekend. So I know. I'm Bezrat Hashem. Then. All right, Bezrat great. Hashem. All right, thanks a ton.
2: All right, you're very welcome. Take All care. Right. Bye bye.
0: Okay, that Yehuda Jacobs, the Israeli foodie, ZK. I've got a book on my cookbook shelf. On my bookshelf, it's called Shabbat. I forgot to bring it. <laughs> ZK's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. We're going to be getting Adina Sussman on the line uh, in a couple minutes. I want to get her book ready. I forgot to to got forgot to grab that. Um, so now we're just going to quickly get Susie from Meet My Needs. Uh, on the phone. She's doing something very special out in California. She's been on the show before. She has an amazing spy, so I'm going to have a quick, quick chat with her. Susie? So, can you hear me? I can hear you. Hi, Susie. We're on the air. How are you?
3: I'm doing just fine. Thank you so much for having me on today. I really
0: appreciate My it. My pleasure. When I saw what you were doing for the for Israel, I'm like, you're amazing. I got to get you on the show. <laughs>
3: so- oh, thank you. Well, as soon as I saw the news as the terrorist massacre, I just wanted to do something to help. It was so frustrating to not be there to, you know, immediately volunteer as so many people are doing. Uh, so I just immediately thought of these three organizations that I know personally that are on the front lines, and okay. I just wanted
0: to. Okay, so help let's them. just. Back it up to the beginning because you and I know what's going on, but let me just fill in all our listeners. Okay. So Susie okay. has a – why don't you tell her about your business? She has a spice line from um, California. She's in Northern California. Um, in yes. Palo Alto area, right?
3: I said yes. That? And um, I've developed a line of spice blends that are kosher, um, and I package my spice blends under Chabad supervision – and um, they're a lot of fun, they're uh, very playful in how they're packaged, uh, they're a great gift, and, um, and they're really very healthy as well. So um, my idea was that um, I, I always give 100% of the proceeds to um, charities, um, and I'm turning my sights on uh, Israeli charities now with um, all of the proceeds going to charities but i'm also doing a match so if someone purchases spice blends 100 percent of their purchase goes to ch- to uh these israeli charities that we can talk about um but i'm also matching that so i'm doubling it and we'll be making uh large donations hopefully if everyone participates, participate Beautiful. Um, to
0: help those people so how can we t- let's talk about the charities that you're giving to
3: yes so there are three that i know personally and i know there are many that you have actually a long list of so they're all great i hope people just donate everything they can to all of the charities that people are lining up but the three that i'm highlighting are on the front lines. So Magen Davida Dome operates like the Red Cross. They're heroic first responders. They run toward danger to save lives. I know about them because my daughter volunteered there during her gap year. Uh, so they, they do amazing. Um, and Israel's very dependent on them. Um, and the second one is Hadassah Hospital, which we all know, um, I was just there in May with my family, and I visited the Ein Karim campus. I had gone before, but I went back to have another look. And um, I was overwhelmed by how Hadassah embodies the true Zionist spirit of Israel. They care for everyone, and they're just doing amazing, uh, productive. They're building Israel from the, the medical standpoint and education standpoint. I'm so impressed their work and they're definitely on the front lines caring for everyone and then finally uh the third one is the lone soldier center they provide support and really act as family for soldiers who they're don't wonderful. have
0: family i've, I've been involved in, is, them.
3: yes um and so and we know these soldiers are going to need a lot of support i just can imagine the ptsd and the you know material support that uh, these soldiers are going to need and they don't have family.
0: So how well. can we, before we finish, uh, can you tell us just how we can purchase your spices yes. and then donate it? It's all, it's all in one.
3: Yes, it's very its very simple. Listen, I have the links to these um, uh, organizations. You can just give directly right to the organizations. But if you want to go through Meet My Needs and get spice plans, go to meetmyneeds.com. It's
0: M-E-E-T-E. No, it's uh, Yes. K
3: N D S. So meet my needs like dough. Um, so meetmyneeds.com, uh, and you just purchase a box of spice blends. I've knocked the price down to make it accessible for everyone. It's only $20 today and I will donate a hundred percent of the product proceeds. Plus I will match whatever you spend on the product. Um, and essentially it's a 200% donation so
0: if i buy tw- you- if i buy something for 20 bucks it's 40 dollars that's going to israel and i get exactly. spice blends
3: and you d- you get four blends in a box it's a win-win um, I get it. it truly is. And, and I love your uh,
0: spices. I love them, guys. Susie's been on the show before. It's, her spices are incredible. I use them all the time. I'm actually running quite low because it's been a while <laughs> since I've seen you. So I need to – I'm going to be doing this myself.
3: Great. It just makes cooking and baking so much fun and easier. I use them every day in my own kitchen. All you have to do is enter the code Israel at checkout, and I'll know that you want me to make a donation and double it uh, with your generosity of participating in this. And uh, we'll hopefully together be able to give a lot to um, to these worthy charities.
0: Amazing. From across the United States, Susie, as we said, is in Northern California. Doing her little bit in her Jewish community, everyone is coming together from around the world's world. Jews from everywhere, humans from everywhere, Jewish and not Jewish. I've had messages from non-Jewish people from all over. How are your kids? How are they doing? Because they know I have kids in Israel. You know, people people are just uh, incredible. And then you've got the few crazies. But you know, it's been an an overwhelming positive response to support Israel, and thank you for doing what you are doing. Everyone does their bit, and this should end quickly.
3: And, and thank you, Naomi, for building community for all of us to participate in and to be able to help Israel um, with your.
0: Amen. Amen. All you, right. Naomi. Hope to, I hope to talk to you and see you soon.
3: Hey, no, I'm Thank you so much.
0: All right. Thanks. All right. That Take was... good care of Okay, thank you. Thank you, Susie, uh, for joining us today. Um, You know, I I had my whole lineup set up and then I saw that Susie was doing this. I'm like, I'm going to stick her in for five minutes because I I just love, love, love what she's doing. Um, I'm going to try to get Adina on the phone. Adina Sussman currently is in New York City. She is preparing for a big dinner that they've got tomorrow night um, for the coach... Not, it's not even co. It's the Food and Wine Show, the New York Food and Wine Show. But they're doing a kosher event at Tabernacle, one of my favorite restaurants. Honey Applebaum is also involved. Adina um, and the chef from Tabernacle. So Adina, I know, is busy prepping. Uh, Adina wrote two cookbooks, Sababa, which she was on the radio show back in the day in the studio. And now she's written another incredible book called Shabbat. Um, let's see if I can get her on the phone. I just hope she can answer. I'm like I'm nervous. Hello, Adina. Hi. Hi, okay, okay. We got a hold of you. Amazing. Hi. Thanks for joining us. I know you're so busy Hi. now.
4: I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. I'm sorry I couldn't make it live, but That's I'm okay. in Manhattan. I'm uh, doing all kinds of things to support Israel right now and getting ready for. A fundraising dinner for Hatsala tomorrow night as part of the New York City Wine and Food
0: Festival. Oh, that's, that's, I didn't realize that you were partnering with Hatsala.
4: Yes, we revamped. Yes, we, uh, you know, we felt, um, you know, we were very excited that the New York City Wine and Food Festival, which has not, not done a kosher event in New York in about 10 years, agreed to do a kosher dinner. Amazing. And um, I was at
0: the last one.
4: Yes, and it was wonderful. Um, and right when we found out what was going on in Israel, um, myself and Hani, who's cooking with me, and
0: uh, Shlomo,
4: and, Sh- Shlomo uh, and Shifra Klein from Flayshix who are involved, and Tabernacle, um, we all decided to pivot and bring in Hatzalah as our charity partner. And we are raising money for Hatzalah and the restaurant. The, the festival is actually going to make a matching donation to Hatzala, which is something that they almost never do. That's incredible. Their usual usual charity is a child uh, hunger charity, and Lee Schrager, the founder of the festival, is a a big supporter, and he agreed to make this um, also something to benefit Hatzala. People from Hatzala are coming, um, and we're excited that we're able to Move forward with the event and have it be meaningful in this super challenging time.
0: Oh, it's, I'm I'm sure it's been so difficult. You live in Israel. You made aliyah. Where is Jay, yes. your husband, right now?
4: Jay is in Tel Aviv. He's working in his office and running into the bomb shelter a few times oh. a day. Everyone in my family is safe. My father made aliyah last year. Like
0: your dad? Um, How's dad doing?
4: He's great. He's living in Jerusalem with uh, my stepmom. They are also safe, and um, you know. They say there's no place that they would rather be than Israel right now. So um, I am really happy that they are happy to be there. Okay,
0: amazing. I'm sure it's so hard for you to be away right now.
4: It's definitely challenging, but on the other hand, um, I've been just gal- galvanizing people and resources to help people in Israel. I've, um, you're the if, if you now. go, you're
0: the ambassador
4: to Israel. Well, I'm right on, on, uh involuntary but just happened and uh one of many people who are doing great things and if you look on my instagram um from now on there are going to be uh highlights um that link to organizations that you can donate to yeah so good
0: idea i should do that also
4: yeah, so just uh, everyone who has social media presence um you know post a bunch of links to organizations that are meaningful to you and then save them as highlights in your stories and on Facebook and all over and then people can go back to them and you know make donations and uh, contribute. And also I just want to say if you know if you're not in a financial position to contribute just using your voice your voice is free and You know, just speaking up and speaking your truth in this time is something that everyone can do regardless of your financial capabilities. And it's equally, if not more important than giving money. So thank you,
0: everybody, for
4: absolutely everything that you're doing, no matter whether it's monetary or
0: otherwise. Jeannie, you're always so eloquent with your words, your your spoken words and your written words. And we're going to (laughs) just now switch into the book. I read your book like a novel. Is amazing, amazing. Thank you. Adina and I go back our friendship since 1989. We have known each other. We went
1: 1988.
0: to 1988. 88 was, oh, but I only yeah. came in 80 80- at the beginning of 89. Oh right, because Australians have a weird schedule. Year. Yeah, <laughs> she's an American, so she goes from 88. 88- eighty eight eighty nine and I'm there from ninety eight eighty nine. So I met two groups of Americans. Adina was in the first group of Americans that I met at the Gold College. When you wrote that I was like laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Mahon Gold.
4: The Gold College. We went to a seminary program that no longer exists um, and met with other women from all over the world.
0: It it was amazing. You know, Susie Fishbine also went to Mahon Gold, so we had three foodies out of that school. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because they served us five meals a day, so, you know.
4: Five? I think it was more like 15. Yeah. Yeah, probably.
0: <laughs> and then we
4: lived. Including in, all the snacks.
0: And we lived near the Shuk. And we lived near. It was near the Shuk and it was near um, Ben Yehuda. So, Ge- and, Geula. And, and Ge'ula. So we were like eating. We would... Like it was really a foodie year in Israel. <laughs>
4: I think that's what it was. Who me into knew? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Who knew?
0: But Adina's recipes are incredible. But her writing of each recipe, the, the head note, is unbelievable. I am floored. We're always good at, at language and, 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 and literature because I'm floored by the broad span of your words and knowledge.
4: Um, yeah, I've always loved writing. Actually, you know, I, I started a newspaper in the fourth grade on my typewriter for my school in my house. And ever since then, I've (laughs) been writing and, you know, and I thought I would go into journalism until a food bug bit me. And then I realized that I could find a way to combine. I'm sorry if the sound is weird. I keep getting every time there's a rocket falling in Israel I get an alert on my phone <laughs> and I didn't get a chance to turn off my alerts no, so that's I don't know okay. if you can hear the beeps, we're hearing it in real but, time uh, we're
0: not hearing it we're not hearing it through the
4: Okay headphones. um yeah so anyway yeah so I've always loved writing and then I was so blessed to be able to find a way to work at the intersection of my two loves which are writing and cooking and also to have the privilege of doing it about Israel you know, just um, is, is is really amazing. And I would say the, the the cooking is the part that's easy for me and the writing is – I know that I am fairly, you know, good at it, but it's it doesn't come as easily as the cooking. So it's I more work I'm like for me. That
0: I could do 20 cookbooks if I didn't have to write the head note. <laughs> mm-hmm. And people love mm-hmm. the head note because they want to hear about how you got to the they recipe. do. Because, you know,
4: you can – yeah, you can find – you know, we, we can find – unlimited recipes on social media these days. But what you can't find is, you know, a window into somebody's real cooking life and an arc of a story that takes you from the beginning of the end to the end. And I really try to make my books feel like a journey for people so that also, I'm so honored that people are spending their hard-earned dollars to buy my books when they could just go online and, and grab recipes. Right, and I say that you know, really want to give people something meaty—no pun intended—to <laughs> <laughs> to, um. So, so I do love telling stories of people in Israel, and also in this book, having the opportunity to tell my own family's Shabbat story and how yeah, it's
0: great I've Shabbat learned has so evolved much for me. from you from this from this book wow. alone. You know, just Thank you. Your stories and some of your tips, and it's it's just amazing. I found it so inspirational. A lot of my Yontif meals, I don't cook so much from other people's cookbooks, just because when I cook in the kitchen, I just yeah. take ingredients and I throw it together. Right? This is.
4: Yeah, I'm that's a cook. A, that's the funny thing about cookbook writers. We don't really cook from recipes.
0: <laughs> but I cooked so much stuff from your book. The braised onions oh. and leek was the biggest hit on my Russia shop oh. table. I served it as one of the Simanium. There was they, they were drinking oh, the beautiful. juice. Like <laughs> it was a Yeah, I know,
4: I love that recipe. It, I great, love that recipe.
0: The crunchy cabbage salad with a soy and tchina, or not soy but peanut butter.
4: Yeah, you know, all the recipes, uh, yeah, they all, you know, all the recipes have a little touch of an Israeli ingredient, whether it's trina or date syrup or pomegranate molasses. But, but, you know, as you know, I'm very, very, very religious about testing my recipes and making sure that they work for the home cook and that everything really just works out perfectly because, you know, I feel like that's our job is to make sure that you can just open that book and make that recipe and just succeed in the kitchen.
0: And and people love to take a picture of the food that they made from your book next to the picture in the book and send right. it. Right. It needs to like, look the same. Look, it looks exactly like Adina made it. Like it's, it's, a, <laughs> even I do that. I'm like, look, and I try to get them like a similar kind of dish. Like, I'm like,
3: I've got that. Mm, that. Mm-hmm.
0: It's like it's yeah. a real it's a real sense of accomplishment for the home user to be able to copy wow. you. Uh,
4: well, I I also just view recipes as kind of suggestions and hard not hard fast rules. So I you know I also love people who are just buying the books to flip through them for inspiration and then go into their kitchen and cook seasonally from produce that they get at the farmers market or the supermarket or through a farm box and you know to really let the seasons be your guide and, and also just, you know, my recipes are very uh, flexible. If you don't have, you know, I have a mango, double mango salad that has both young mango, kind of like papaya salad style and fresh mango. But, you know, I provide alternatives because that can be hard for people to find. Oh, I and love
0: that one. Yeah, that, that that's a good one. I'm going to make that one. I, I, I haven't had a chance oh, to make yeah. that yet, but I like oh, that. It's similar to Let a, me know how it goes. It it look, There's a Thai salad recipe, very similar. Yes,
4: it tastes like a Thai papaya salad. Yeah,
0: I the tom kakai or something it's called, mm-hmm. or som-tom, yeah. tom salad.
4: It tastes like Som but you know, Som Tom uses uh, fish sauce and I use Amba because they're actually quite similar flavor wise. They both have a fermented flavor and give that funkiness and Amba is also made from mango. So it's actually a triple mango salad because there's young uh, mango, fresh mango and mango and Amba, which is also made with mango.
0: Yeah, I, so. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm Shabbos menu this week. We're going to
4: make that. <laughs>
0: Great. Um, so how Great. did it feel when you made the New York Times list?
4: Oh my god! Um, I was. It was incredible. You. It was something that you can always kind of hope for, but never expect. And um, there are so many big books were coming out at the same time, and um, it felt honestly just it was a a career bucket list thing. And also, I feel really honored that a Jewish cookbook called Shabbat. Um, had its place in the New York Times cookbook, you and we're
0: all so proud.
4: It's it's Jewish pride, and I'm especially right now. It's more important than ever, so I'm super thrilled that it, that we did it.
0: How does one? How does one's book end up on a you know a list? I, 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 on a list
4: like that? Yeah. Um. So it has to. You know, it the sales are um, important. Calculated um by like there's like a ra- a calculating system that incorporates mainstream bookstores, specialty bookstores, online sales, all kinds of things. And um they do some kind of a it's a kind of a secret calculation. Nobody really knows exactly how they figure it out. <laughs> it's like a mission um, and then <laughs> Yeah, and everyone's waiting for 5 p.m. on Tuesday, like uh, th- Wednesday, like eight days after the, your book comes out, because that's when you find out. So my publishing team had me on standby, and then when I, I had a feeling when I got a Zoom link and that entire team was going to be on the call that there was good news coming, and I was actually on a train from Washington, D.C. to New York, and I got on a Zoom on my phone and started weeping in the Newark Newark uh, train uh, station on a bench. People thought must have thought I was absolutely insane. Oh, I was just looking into the phone, crying, going, "I love you guys! I love you guys!"
2: Incredible. Um,
4: But yeah, it was amazing. And um, you know, there's so many great Jewish books that came out this fall. Um, Leah Koenig's amazing book about uh, Roman Jewish cooking called Portico, which I highly recommend that okay. everyone buy, especially if you're interested in traveling to Rome. It tells the story of Roman Jewish history, which is super unique and has really delicious, simple recipes. Um and then of course there's Jay Cohen with his I Could Nosh book and um there are just um, there are a lot of um and there's another book called Kugger, Kugels and Collards, which is I a I didn't hear about that one southern jewish cooking book that comes came out of an academic press so there yeah a lot of a lot of jewish books come out in the fall because of the high holidays um and um yeah so it's been fun to, to see all those books see the light of day and to support all the other authors and you know it's it's um it's fun it's really fun
0: you've been on a wild ride with the cookbook tour oh yeah I have. How, many, how, I have how many states have you done a lot of different states or is just local
4: um well i'm like i mean i don't do a plane
0: pat like somebody else that i know but <laughs> i've
4: uh, i've uh, i have been so many places and honestly i am so many more to go i'm leaving for i'm in new york right now i'm yep. going to be in montreal toronto austin chicago and detroit before the end of october and then Um, in November, I'm going to be, and I'm doing like, uh, several large events in Toronto uh, and Montreal, which is so amazing. Love my Canadian, Canadian fans and followers. Right.
0: Big, right. Amazing.
4: Um, and then, yeah, more in November, I'm going to be in the South a bit and, um, and then I'm going to, um, head back to Israel. I'm really, really homesick and I'm, you know, my husband Jay is supposed to join me on tour and we're not sure if he's even going to be able to get out because very limited flights. They're trying to get tourists out of Israel right now and the flights that are remaining are to get soldiers back and sadly to get families back to, to grieve the, their loved ones. Wow. So it's just a crazy, crazy time in Israel. Crazy, crazy. Times.
0: crazy. I have a daughter. But we
4: will we will. am Israel chai.
0: We will prevail. We will prevail. It's a tough situation but everyone's doing their best and we, we spoke to yes. Joseph Gitler from the uh from Leket we heard at the beginning of the oh good from the uh yes. Israel's, Israel's food bank what the incredible work that they're doing
4: incredible um, I mean organizations are really stretching their capabilities and doing things that they've never done before like my husband works for the society for the protection of nature in Israel and um they have field schools Beit for Sade like Naomi we probably stayed in one on a tele yeah we yeah <laughs> probably.
0: Um, and
4: they are they're housing uh, displaced families from the Gaza border in their field schools right now because they have empty beds and people need places to sleep so everyone is pitching in and doing doing all kinds of all kinds of different things to, to support so it's really heartwarming yeah
0: yeah my, my kids I've Two kids that live in Israel. One actually went to Australia to visit my parents to help them out uh-huh. uh, over oh, the hagim, and and she okay. can't get back into Israel right now, so she's gonna okay. come to New York till it settles down, then she's oh, gonna go back. Good. Um, good. And my my married kids or the grandkids are you know just doing their little bit to help out my everyone. A lot of people ask me, did my son in law get called up? I'm like, he made Aliyah yeah. as an old man of twenty five, so they didn't want him. Right. <laughs> He's yeah. supporting the community because there's so many husbands away. Yeah. He can step it's in absolutely. and change a light bulb or help someone out, you know.
4: Yeah. With- it really yeah, it depends. There are older people who have combat unit experience who are being called up and my stepson who is 30, who's in an was in an elite intelligence unit, you know, he's being his his unit is has volunteer conscription because they have so many people in the unit. But so everyone is in a different situation, but everyone is unified and Right now, to to help and support, whether it's by making cookies or going to the front lines or whatever whatever it is that we
0: can do, we've seen some beautiful things come out of Israel right now. A lot of achdut, which is beautiful, and just helping hand. Yeah. And Jewish people do so well. Adina was supposed to talk more about the book for 20 minutes, but there's so much to talk <laughs> it's about. It's okay.
4: It's okay. I'm, but, I'm happy. Whatever the conversation went, it went, and I'm thrilled with it. So and, don't worry about it. Her
0: book is beautiful. The pictures. Who did your pictures?
4: Um the same my amazing team Dan Perez and Nurit Kareev stylist and photographer who are like family members at this point and um really bring some amazing Israeli DNA to my books like I'm an American living in Israel and they you know we use only natural Israeli sunlight and all Israeli props and and tablecloths and surfaces and um just it's really fun collaborating I'm with flicking them flicking through geniuses. the book with
0: the camera we have a camera <laughs> on us um as well, yeah. I've had no guests this show because they've all been from Israel. So I had the camera come just yeah. so I could focus on the book and show pictures—stunning, uh-huh. stunning pictures. And and I love seeing you uh, in your in the kitchen at the back there, cooking on your back cover. Thank you. And, you know, just the people scattered throughout the book. Just, just yeah, we
4: we also wanted to give a a bit of a picture of what Shabbat life is like in Israel. So I have some photo essays in the book. That range everything from you know uh, Bnei Brock on a Thursday night, uh, you know sort of m- sort of Ashkenazi food takeaway scene into the middle of the night and Vishnitz Chala factory to secular family doing brunch. You know it's just to show the world that you know how diverse Israel is, and I really feel privileged to be able to show Israel in a in a way that many people they have such assumptions about Israel and Jewish people and to expand their knowledge through food is like a real privilege. And I just want to keep doing it.
0: And the timing was like perfect for now for what this is. It's really showing people now Israel in, in such a, you know, strong and beautiful life. Yeah along along with other Thank many you. incredible things but really he's just an crazy amazing ambassador to Israel and to the Jewish people and keep doing what you're doing and having a dinner Thank in New York you. City for the, the Am I New seeing York. you there tomorrow? So my best friend is making a wedding tomorrow. night. Oh, so okay. I okay. I was going to go with Melinda. Yeah, we but, thought you were coming. Yeah, I, my That's best okay. friend is making a wedding. I cannot miss that wedding. <laughs> There's no...
4: Mazel tov. Yes. You have to celebrate Yes. Otherwise, I would be right there.
0: You'll, Everybody... You enjoy. Me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank She'll you. She'll bring you
4: a doggy bag.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Send me a doggy bag. <laughs> <laughs> if there's okay. Any, if there's Sounds anything good. Left, wishing you a Shabbat Shalom. And thank, uh, thank you. you for joining us. Thanks. Satina. Okay. Talk soon. Talk soon. Bye. Uh, we've run a little bit over time. Um, just a, I've been drinking throughout the show and a big shout out. I meant to do this earlier to Wazak's wazotski tea everything about this is israel including this tea which has been around in israel for a very long time i have tea and honey in here on a bit chilly day a little bit of a dry throat and this wazotski tea has been incredible i drink the almond charm the whole winter but now i'm still drinking the iced tea which i can have hot as well. So, big shout out to Wazotsky Tea. Thank you so much for your support for our show. Wishing everyone a Shabbat Shalom. We have music sponsored by our friends at Kenim, Right up until Lich Benchim, Shabbat Shalom and pray for peace.